This week on the Product Agility Podcast, we find ourselves in Lisbon, Portugal at the Productize 2023 conference, where attendees will get to hear talks from Melissa Perry, Tammy Reese, Leah Theron and Radhika Dutt, to name but four of the amazing speakers. We are here to do our talks in 10, and they're the best way for you to get the inside track and behind-the-scenes insights on the talks and workshops from the conferences that we partner with, so you don't miss a beat. If you're at the conference, come and find us. We're hard to miss with our podcast t-shirts. If you're not, then just enjoy these talks in 10. And who knows, maybe we'll see you at Productize 24. Today's episode of the Product Agility Podcast comes with a special gift in association with Aha Slides, your go-to engagement tool for fun, engaging and effective learning and workshop experiences. Whether I am teaching the criticality of a clear and compelling product vision or facilitating a product strategy workshop, Aha Slides always makes it a more elevating and effective experience through its polls, quizzes and brainstorming tools. Discover how Aha Slides can elevate both your in-person or remote experiences by visiting Aha Slides and use the code AHAXPROD, which is also in the show notes, for a whopping 50% off of an annual subscription. Productize 23, we're still here, and we are joined by two gentlemen, Andre Ballage and René Bastians. Bastians, thank you very much, sir, for helping me out there. You facilitated a workshop yesterday, Making Your Next Product Idea a Success, which is a very captivating title. Lofty one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> high expectation. Did you deliver? Yes, we will see. <laughs> right, so we did our best, I think, to introduce people to the theory behind this method that can best make your next product. Uh, and we gave him, of course, resources, one that he can hopefully use and will use in homework. And that's a really nice idea that you've given people homework to do. And so they're going to be going off in a Myra board. Right. Completing it. And then you'll be seeing what they've been able to achieve, then, I suppose. Yep. That's a test for us for this new material that we produced. And the whole workshop is essentially about the decision to should we go forward with a product idea or not? How can you like hone that skill? What theory can you apply and study how your idea resonates with real people out there? And that's the key decision that people should be able to make after the workshop, essentially. So now it's up to the participants to apply to their product, do a little bit of that research that we proposed and see what they can learn about their ideas. Without wanting to give too much away about what you covered, no, like, no secrets, not to stop people coming to this workshop in the future. What kind of tools and techniques or questions did you provide to people to help them with this process? Yeah, so first we start off with a bit of theory. We introduced the participants to how people make decisions, like you, like us, what kind of strategies they use, what heuristics. We easily scan, in our case, a new product um, and then decide, should we, I continue exploring this product or should I not? Should I look at something else? So we want people to understand how we make decisions around this. And of course, we also have a practical part. We did a live interview with someone from the audience, a volunteer called Danny. Thankful. Yeah, thank you, Danny. Um, and we took him through an experience of how he shopped for a NII tool that he thought he could use for his own business. And uh, because he was unhappy, he wanted to look for something else. He needed help. And he found this, um, this uh, product online. And we took him through that experience and asked him questions around how is it relevant to him or not. What kind of what did he think when he was looking at the website? What did he do essentially? And it turned out that he kind of didn't move forward with the, with the product because the biggest blocker for him was that they didn't have a life or a demo, a way for him to try it out before deciding to pay or not. So one good reason against this particular product was there's no free demo, so I can't experience it. Therefore, 
I'm disregarding it and I'm doing something else, which he did. Right, so that, I think the, the life element of this workshop has always been very positive because people can actually see how do you apply, how do you actually ask these questions without leading, of course, but also how do you kind of observe and then later on uh, document what you've learned in a way that you yourself, but also your team can make decisions uh, about whether you should iterate your offering or whether you should, actually you should stop the whole thing. Right? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that was, has always been uh, well received, this life kind of element of our workshop. That's good. I personally love that approach. One of the things that I am a firm believer in when it comes to anything like a workshop or training is if it can be real play rather than role play, it was always so much more impactful so much more impactful so actually to have the courage your courage to kind of not know what you're going to be faced with and then the courage of someone to stand up as well and take them through that i think it's a phenomenal approach was danny happy at the end of the results well he was happy with with sharing his you know his process and his experience his journey essentially and he literally just came up earlier to us came and greeted us and he was <laughs> yeah this is great so we, there was also this connection he was also a bit of a relief i could hear in his voice that you know, he would, was able to share this frustration essentially with someone, with us in this case, about why this product wasn't right for him. Mm -hmm. Essentially what we are unpacking there is how do people shop for a product mm. and what kind of decisions do they make to decide, okay, is this going to be even something I want to consider and do I go deeper on that consideration as well down the, down, down the road? And what's interesting is that, in theory, that's a very kind of linear process that you can, of course, model. And we introduced that model. We introduced those heuristics or those simple rules that people have in their mind as they're like selecting products from the market. But to see it live is actually quite interesting because you, of course, you know, in that interview, we focus only on certain parts of that model. And you see that he was really anchoring on, let's say, not having the demo experience. So it was a lot about not even looking at the features of the product, but really distrusting essentially the entire offering and really wanting to see for themselves, like, does it actually fit into my context? Can I get the job done that I'm expecting it to do? And essentially going really deep on one part of that model. And then you can have a discussion with the participants. Well, this is how the conversations sometimes go. You know, sometimes people find this one reason against the product and completely ignore everything else. And this is exactly why you need to have these conversations. And you can only do that in a live conversation. Like it's, it doesn't help to, you know, just show a, show a model on a slide. You really have to like see it, how difficult, but also how interesting that is, how people really shop with this incomplete information in mind and really make the decisions like quite, I would say, quickly and in, in a very incomplete way. In theory, you would be thinking, oh, wow. Like they will consider so many options and dig deeper into the feature list and go to the pricing and all that. But no, that doesn't happen. It's much quicker, much more volatile. And yeah, that's what the workshop is about, to experience that and be able to work with it, essentially. I mean, I, I find that terrifically interesting. Terrifically interesting. I, people choose, hey, I, we all are, oh, I am guilty of it personally as well. And we don't say we don't look at the features, but if it isn't a free demo, if it isn't a free trial of it, then I don't want to make that investment. It's interesting then the level to which then people further then question, you know, the effectiveness or the suitability, the fit of a particular product. I was doing some user research for a product that we're looking to get to market next year. Uh, it totally challenged all of our perceptions of what we were building. Mm -hmm. And it was just so fascinating that whilst we had the seed of what we had considered, you know, it was initially then, said, oh, well, that's true. People do do that. But then listening to people and the stories and their emotions and how they feel going through the rest of a journey, we were so wrong. We, would, yeah. we just got it all wrong. And it was just that incredibly humbling, but at the same time, incredibly valuable to go on that journey. I think your workshop sounds wonderful. I kind of wish I'd been there, if I'm honest with you. But we were too busy podcasting and stuff. Will you be running this workshop again anywhere else? 
Yeah, we were thinking of it. And I mean, this is really the first one since the pandemic that we've been doing together. Oh. Before pandemic, we were almost regulars at Productize. We did a different workshop twice actually, before the pandemic, but this was new. Of course, we, you know, we've got our full-time jobs, but we also like to share and we want to you know, also test with our own way of working and thinking with others in the field. So we are, we're definitely looking for other conferences. We have one possibly coming up in, in the Netherlands next year and others, but yeah, open yeah. to it. I think for us, why we're doing it is because to learn something, the best way to learn it is to actually try to teach it because it helps you to condense and it also, you see what makes sense, what is maybe underdeveloped and people are also critical sometimes. I think that's a nice thing about, you know, talking to professionals that they also have opinions and we actually, as a first slide, we encourage people to remix all the knowledge with what they have and reflect with us, like how does it connect, right? Like where are maybe the weaknesses and that's why we're doing it. That's actually our motivation. So happy to bring it in front of other audiences. We're thinking of maybe go to, you know, like a UX research conference, which is like my background to just really have like this nitpicking by researchers and see how that actually works out for the methods so it improves. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Yep. Now, what I'm curious about is when you said the best, yeah, you don't really understand a topic is when you learn, have to learn to teach it. And it's right, well, I teach uh, some training from the back of the room and the, the, the end of that course culminates in people having to create some training. And it's always interesting to see how hard it is for people to put their knowledge and the stuff they know inherently out into something which they can train people in. When you were creating the workshop, like, did you have any kind of process or structure? You've, you, I mean, you've done a few workshops together in the past. Have you got a, a pattern that you use or an approach to creating these workshops? I'd love to learn just a little bit more about your process of creation, I suppose. Yeah, so as I said earlier, we always do want to have a life element to it, mm -hmm. right? So really share that experience. What is it like to be in a situation, to be the person asking questions, taking notes, thinking step ahead, and then yeah, apply that by iterating, for example. So that's a given for any workshop because I think that's the most engaging way. I mean, we don't want to talk at people all the time. That's exhausting, number one. And number two, no one learns really from just being talked at do they so this live experience this was anyway given and yeah as i said it was um, new content right so um trying to figure out okay what which are which of the content that we have is the right content for a workshop that's constrained by three and a half hours or so and also the decision yeah. like we start of course with the outcome like what is the key skill that people should take away what decision should be able, uh, they be able to make and is that a decision that they usually make in their work Right. Mm -hmm. for, so for the product product management audience, it's really about, as I said, like testing ideas early and being able to discount directions and, you know, find your focus through research. And that's what we started with. And then we essentially align that around the life experience so you can apply it. And then iteration, of course, everything is a product, right? <laughs> I think we heard, that, we heard that a lot. Oh, we heard, we heard that and, before. Um, yeah, iteration. And actually, we were a bit nervous about how it will go because new content and you don't know, you know, does the practice element work out? We had this, for us, a surprise element because we didn't know like what the volunteer will be coming up, right? Like which product did they recently consider? So we need to be also on our feet a bit. Yeah, and you're sitting, that was actually yeah. also and part of it. But that's the fun part of having a workshop versus a talk. You can actually interact, right? Yeah. But we also yeah. definitely want to have a theory element to it. Mm -hmm. So I said also earlier, without theory, there is no, no learning. So just sharing, obviously everybody wants practical mm -hmm. tips. How do I actually do how, how, how? But we need to understand why we're doing this in the first place. Right. So why do people make decisions the way that they do, right? And share that theoretical knowledge before actually doing the practical part. Because I think people skip this theory part first. They just take any framework because somebody gave a talk about it or yeah. somebody at a workshop just took it from a book and let people go through it. But no, it's not the way that we like to do it. We like to at least share the theory behind it so people understand, okay, this is the why and how that actually is applicable than in real life also. 
Yeah. Awesome. Well, guys, we're at time. Thank you so much for sharing. I genuinely, generally wish I could have been there. If I'm at a conference and you're delivering it, you, I will be there. You will see me in the crowd. I will volunteer myself. So you can we'll do it. You know where we are next. We need we volunteers. Can... We always need volunteers. We always need volunteers. <laughs> well, if when you do get a date in for something else, do let us know at the, at the podcast. We'll share it out on our social media. Thank you very, very much for coming along. If people do want to find out more information about, about you both, where is the best way for them to do that? I guess on the internet so LinkedIn yeah. just search for Andre Balash or René Bastians myself that's a good way otherwise you know, email address but you know we don't need to share it no. right now but yeah I think LinkedIn is a good place or just ask you guys for some contact details and I'm sure you're happy to pass them on <laughs> well, we'll make sure LinkedIn is uh, easy for people to get to in the show notes so if you're listening to this you want to learn more please, please do check the show notes and you will find in there links to these guys LinkedIn thank you very much for making the time today enjoy the rest of the conference and everyone thank you very much for listening